0: Law Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nick Augustine, and I'm your host on this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing, brought to you in part by <coughs> Members' Choice Federal Credit Union in Denton, Texas, on Unicorn Lake Boulevard. You may be eligible to join Members' Choice if you live, work, worship, or attend school in Denton or Argyle, Texas. I join Members' Choice because they're locally owned and operated and offer a level of personal service I otherwise cannot find these days. I want to remind people listening to Be So Kind as to share the links to our programs when you find them on social media uh, because that's how people find our content. I want to also remind people that all of our podcast channels and programs are available on our website located at lonestarcontentmarketing.com. You can also find our shows on our Law Talk Radio Facebook page. Today's show is episode 35 of the Building Your Law Practice series with Jim Thompson and Nick Augustine. And today's title is Speaking Engagements and Opportunities to Show People What You Know. So why we're talking about this today is that attorneys may certainly not uh, directly solicit clients. However, public and group speaking events are encouraged to make people in communities aware of how and when to hire a lawyer. Live speaking events and online presentations give your audience a chance to get to know you. So if the need arises, they can call on you for direct assistance or a referral to another lawyer or another professional. And the reason that we're talking about all of this in this series, it's all about referrals because referrals are the lifeblood of our businesses, especially with lawyers. So we're focused on what people can do and why, you know why attorneys are failing to get referrals they need to grow their practice which is also the title of Jim Thompson's book and he will tell us a little bit more about how to get a copy of that book today. Uh, Jim Thompson's a retired lawyer well-known for helping attorneys get on track to earning more clients through simple cost-effective activities. Again, Jim's the author of Why Lawyers Fail to Get Referrals and What They Can Do About It. My name is Nick Augustine and my firm, Lone Star Content Marketing, helps lawyers share tips and stories about their practice areas are writing and managing their blog content, social media, and internet radio podcasts. By way of general disclaimer, this is a general information program, and the advice shared on the show does not constitute legal advice. Uh, communication with attorneys on our show cannot give rise to attorney-client relationships, and anyone with specific questions should consult with an attorney or professional in your area. All rights to this broadcast are reserved. Let's say hello to Jim.
1: Hey, Nick. How are you doing today?
0: I am doing well, Jim, talking about speaking events and uh you know as I was putting some notes together before this uh show here. You know, it just kind of occurred to me to think a little bit along the lines of uh once you get once you get into the habit of getting speaking events and people have heard you speak somewhere uh, and they know that you do speaking events, it seems really easy to keep getting more and more of them. Uh, it's like opening Pandora's box. And, uh, you know, really the hardest part is getting it all together for the first one, then you've got something uh, to work off of for next time. So let's talk a little bit about uh, speaking events and uh, why we should care and why we should do them.
1: Well, you know, I think you touched a little bit on it, but you, by speaking at an event, and we'll go into the specific events in a little bit, but by speaking at an event, you kind of put yourself out there as an expert. But one of the things, and I hope um, I, I want to say this right off the bat so I don't forget it don't make a speaking event about you, make it about the information that you provide. Uh, in fact, you may not even want to mention what you do or where you are uh as far as where you what you do as far as what you the type of practice you have or where your law firm is located or whatever but one of the things that i would make sure you do is if you're speaking at an event do a bio write a short bio that you can give to the person that's going to introduce you because I've seen it where somebody gets up there and goes, well, I don't know why uh, Jim's speaking today, but here he is, and let him talk about, you know, that happens more than you would think. Oh, that's not so, good. <laughs> no, it's not good at all. And what you want to do is, is is give the the person that's going to introduce you um, a short bio. Uh, doesn't have to be very long. And if you want to mention in that bio that you happen to be, an estate planning attorney or something of that nature that's fine you don't mention it let the other person mention it and then um you know you you haven't really come to that event to speak about yourself but rather to share the knowledge that you have with the the folks you're speaking to so that would be one of the things that i would really be be cautious of And, and and as you say the the first one is really the hardest. It is uh, like anything else, the first trial you go to, the first whatever. That is the hardest. But once you start doing it,
0: and again, as,
1: as I say so many times, as Nike says, just do it. As you do it, and we'll talk about how you can you know get, get speaking engagements in a minute, but just go out and do it. Now, what are you going to speak about? Well, I had a, a mentor, oh, golly, a while back, quite a ways back. Uh, when I first started doing speaking engagements, and the first thing she told me, she said, Jim, get a signature speech. In other words, get something that <clears throat> you've given and you could give, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, by memory. I, I don't mean by memorized, but, you know, just something that you've really rehearsed and you practice and while I'm saying that, if you're going to give a, a talk, rehearse it. You know, uh, a lot of us have tried jury cases and, and, and tried cases to juries and judges and things like that. And sometimes we plan what we're going to say and it doesn't always go that way. So a lot of times it's kind of, you know, off the cuff and, and this type of thing. But if you have a speaking engagement coming up, make sure you, you you plan what you're going to say and you practice it. And I'm not talking about memorizing it, but practice what you're going to say so that you know and feel comfortable doing it. And quite frankly, in today's, the way the, um, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, uh, uh, we can we can go and, and put our computer on and, and, and video us. We can put our video phone on and, and see what we look like when we're actually giving the, the talk or the speech that we're doing and that is going to help you immensely. You may you may not like how you look initially, and don't worry about that. That that's not important. Just get used to to talking to a group. Now I know it's not a group in front of a but when you're in front of a camera, that is a group. You're talking to folks out there and just talk in terms of, you know, sharing information as if Nick and I were sitting here talking about something. Don't worry about it, you know
0: jim as um, you as you uh, point that out um one yeah. of the first, one of the things that pops into my mind is to be prepared for people with blank looks on their faces. Um, mm-hmm. you know some people in the some people will be smiling, and some people have blank looks on their faces. Some people may be taking notes, some people may be checking their phones and not listening to you at all. And some, you know, they're listening and processing the information, um, and that just things like that can be so disturbing to a first-time speaker uh, because you can get lost in in your uh, content and your delivery because you're sidetracked by, uh, you know, things going on in the room. So, what any tips on how to get over that?
1: Yeah, well, you you kind of mentioned something, and and it's really kind of interesting that you mentioned it. I I gave a talk a while back, and there's a young lady. This is a, a group of lawyers, and there's a young lady, I think she must have been on her phone, texting and everything the whole time that I was talking. And, um, you know, it's like, "Hmm, I hope I'm getting through to you, but I guess I'm not, blah, 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 blah. After I gave the talk, she came up to me and she says, you know, I have four or five questions I'd like to ask you about. Oh, really? And she was listening the whole time. In fact, um, she was tweeting or whatever you call that nice stuff. I don't get into that. Actually, I do. She was tweeting where she was, and what she was listening to, and by virtue of that, also brought me a couple of other speaking engagements, but I thought she really wasn't paying attention. So if there you're you out go. there and you're talking and you see somebody doing that, just think in the back of your mind, hey, this person really gets it. She may not be, but this person really gets it, and she's sending out information. <laughs> right. she's and it. you, and you process it. it that way. Sure. you. you, you and, yes, you, you hit the, the nail on the head sometimes when you're talking and, and you're getting these blank looks, blank stares of, oh, am I talking over their head or do they really get it or do they really want to be here to see that somebody said they'd mm-hmm. better go to to get their hours. Right. You never know. So just be prepared to give your talk. And, and see what happens. And, and again, the first one is the hardest one. You get the first one under your belt. The second one, the third one. Um, I started to talk about a, a, sign, a signature speech, and mm-hmm. by that I mean something you can fall back on. Say I call Nick up today and say, Hey Nick, you know I, I, this speaking engagement just opened up tomorrow. Can you can you come and give us a talk? Boom. Yeah, sure, I can do that. Same thing. Um, one of one of the, the signature talks that I give is. The three reasons why attorneys do, don't do not get referrals, and you can kind of weave that around and, and and talk about that. But you can also have two or three other signature speeches. But but please make sure that you you rehearsed them, that you've thought it out. You just can't go in uh, and and somebody says, Jim, come on and give me a, give a talk on such and such, and uh, it's this afternoon at one o'clock in the afternoon, and you go, oh my God, you know I can't talk on that. But let me tell you what I can talk on, if that'll fit in. And sometimes that works out. Uh, We're going to get into, I think, talking about where you go looking for speaking engagements and how you you set yourself up for that. But the the real key right now, and I hope I get this across and you get it across uh, to to your audience out there, Nick, is just start doing it. Just start. And uh, it may be that you're going to speak to an audience of five people. You just mm, never pra- know. that's great practice
0: you know, and it's like yeah so go go give a talk to people at a nursing home who can barely hear you it's it's you know they're going to tell you you did a great job and um you'll get positive feedback thank you sonny you know, uh, you know yeah it's it's you get yeah. the bugs out you know get used to i mean really i mean not to be flipping about it but uh you know there's it gets a good way to practice and get comfortable so that when you are in uh in front of a uh, you know a larger group of people and um you can't really see them because there's lights on the stage and you're half blinded by the lights um you know you won't freeze up and uh run out of the room
1: yeah the other thing too is and I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves but one of the things you might think about doing if you want to do speaking on a serious level and who doesn't i mean even if you're speaking to two or three groups you want to be prepared see if there's a um, some type of speakers organization uh, near where you are. We've got two or three of them here in Chicago, Engaging Speakers. It's a national speakers organization. It has a local chapter. Go to these events, listen to people speak, pick up tips, speak in front of them, let them give you their constructive criticism, if you will, and uh, and it is it's all constructive criticism because they want to make you better. But get in some of these groups that will will enhance your speaking ability. You're not speaking to those groups from the standpoint of you're you're looking for business from them. Although although you know you get talking in front of a group uh, that you happen to be a member of a speakers bureau or something of that nature. Who knows? There may be somebody in that group that says, gee, you talked about estate planning, and, and I'd really like you to come and talk to my other group over here, or I'd like to, to sit down with you because I really need to do some estate planning or, or whatever you happen to be talking about. Mm-hmm. Never you know, miss an opportunity, I guess is, is one of the keys I would say. Yeah. Uh,
0: another thing too, Jim, um, you know, in preparing what we're going to talk about in our speech and having our, our um, signature speech in the can there's in addition to that there's a lot of uh you know so that's one form of of giving a speech where it's you you know to the audience and then questions after another format that sometimes we don't off, often think about is something more interactive and uh, more of a round table type of a, an approach and specifically with lawyers i know some who do um you know, frequently asked questions, or ask the lawyer anything for an hour. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Again, you have to you know, be very careful not to be, you know, to make them make them understand that they're not you're not giving legal advice, and they're not you know, there's no attorney-client relationship, so on and so forth, and it's all hypothetical. But there may be people sitting there who are just listening to you and thinking, I bet this guy knows about what I want, what I want to know. Um, you know, uh, so. I guess those are also formats to be aware of uh, because people might show up because they've got general questions about things. So, you know, the, yeah, you know me, different type of formats mm-hmm. of speeches.
1: Yeah, one of the things, and just last week uh, we had a uh, Chicago Bar Association uh, solo um, and small um, business or small um, law firm meeting, roundtable discussion on marketing. There was probably oh 25 attorneys there most of them were the younger attorneys of folks that have been out for just a short period of time but there were a few that had been actually practicing for a while and it got into a round table discussion and of course um i'm one to to always um open my mouth and start talking about some of the things that i've learned and I have had three or four people call me up and say, "I would like to sit down and talk to you and see and pick your brain and and maybe hire you, maybe not, but whatever. Hey, that's what we're interested in." I didn't do that with the intent of having people say, "Jim, I want to hire you to 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 do a program for us or for our law firm." But bottom line was, it happens, and and the yep. more you put yourself out there, hey, even if even if you're the the master of ceremonies at a at a meeting. Okay, uh, you're the person that – I introduced Nick. I'm going to have to introduce Nick at, a, at an event. So Nick, I, I introduced Nick, and somebody comes up to Nick and says, hey, Nick, who who is that person that introduced you? Oh, well, that's Jim. Uh, he does blah, 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 blah. You know, you just never know where you're going to do it. Then again, just, just get out there, do it. Um, that is the key, like in anything else. If you're doing something, something's going to happen. If you sit in your office all day waiting for the phone to ring, uh, you will never, never get new clients, new business. Uh, and I say never, and I really, you, you just can't these days sit around and, and wait for it to come to you. You've got to go out um, and hustle. There is uh, an incredible number of small firms, solos out there, people that have just gotten out into practice, and the competition is incredible. And you've got to think about what you can do to uh rise above the competition that's out there because you want to leave everybody behind, and don't I get so many of these attorneys go, "Well oh, Jimd, there's so much competition out there, I just don't know what to do and 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 everybody's vying for the same client and all that, and I go, yeah, and what are you doing Well, um yeah, do something." And and speaking is a perfect way, depending on your area of expertise, the area of law, if you are a, um, a, and I use a state planning attorney, go around to some of these nursing homes and say, you know, do you do programs for, for the folks in your nursing home? Oh, well, yeah, sure. Well, would you like, I mean, the, my my mom's in a nursing home in New York, and they always have people coming in and speaking and, and different things going on because the social directors there love it. You're doing something for them. You're making their job 100% easier. So if you go in and, and you speak to five people and they've, you know, older people and they fall asleep on you, so what? You know, you've gotten that under your belt, and then you can do the next one. Then you can do the next one, and you start doing the speaking engagements. Um, and then, if you really, really get into to doing it, I mean, maybe you can become a uh, be interviewed on radio or be interviewed on TV. I mean, uh, it, it's totally open out there. But the important thing is you have to get out and do it because nobody's going to do it for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, if I can make a quick note on. Uh you know, TV and radio appearances. One of the things that um, is, having a book is a, a really nice way for, uh, and a nice way to introduce someone, you know, if I'm calling as a, a public relations professional or you're doing it on your own, making introductions to producers and whatnot, um, having a book is kind of a signature of expertise. It's a lot easier to get uh, booked on things if you are a published author, and it doesn't have to be a bestseller, uh, you know, a lot of people have e but, you know, it's still <laughs> published, you know, some sort of published authority. Um, you know, and the other tip just on being available, availability is uh, key to people who are running uh, these uh, news and radio programs because you know they never know what is going to come up and what type of a story is going to come through the news cycle. Um, so you may introduce and have this uh, person know who you are, but you may not be called on uh, until sometime later. And it's really important to be able to be uh, someone they can get a hold of, uh, especially too, because uh, you know the the time period for finding someone just for a one sentence quote from a lawyer in a in a news article um you know they have tight deadlines and you know if it 's not your, you know, their email or call isn't returned promptly. You could easily miss out on those. But um, you know, being finding a friend in a even a local uh, news outlet or a small, you know, if you're in a suburb or in a neighborhood uh, and have a local publication, uh, sometimes we always shoot a little too high and uh, miss opportunities in our local communities right under our nose.
1: Oh you just you just hit something very important um you know uh, quite frankly many of us are never going to be called by um NBC or ABC to to be on their nightly news program but there's a lot of local stations out there a lot of smaller stations out there that are NBC ABC whatever affiliates and ninety percent of the time, they're looking for somebody. Uh, I think you just had a big thing. I read something about fracking down in down in your area. Okay, who's the expert lawyer in fracking down there? Does the um, does the local news? Does the local TV stations? Are they plugged into somebody that they can call and say, Hey, this just came out with fracking. Can you come in and talk to us? Certainly, I'll be down in ten minutes, fifteen, whatever the case may be. That's what they need because they they never know what's going to happen in a news day. So if you mm-hmm. made yourself available and let them know you're out there and you made yourself available before, guess what? You're the go-to person because, and here's 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 really the secret: you are making their job so much easier. If they can go to you, and uh, call you up on the phone and they don't have to rush around and the producer of the program doesn't have to rush around trying to find somebody to come in and talk about such and such because they can call up uh, Nick and Nick's, come, come on in and talk about this, Nick. Sure, I'll be down. You're the go-to person. You just made their job totally, totally much easier. So that that's incredible. Um, just just think about it. Think, I guess the thing I'd say, too, is think outside the box. Yeah, the more you can think outside the box on how you're going to, contact people and and let them know that you're available to talk on a particular subject. Man, you just make people... And and here's the other thing, Um, and we're going to get, I think, in the the group some some people you can talk to, but think about this. Let's say that you're an estate planning attorney, and you know that your bar association has a uh, personal injury um, section. Has a domestic a divorce section. see if they're having a meeting and you can talk to one of their groups or one one of the you know say you're a state planning attorney why would you want to talk to two divorce attorneys? Well, if two people are getting a divorce and uh you know, there, there's, there's estates that need to be divided up. It could be a small estate, but the people getting divorced, the husband and wife, need to change their wills. They need to be aware of some of the stuff. So you come in as an estate planning attorney and you talk to, to divorce attorneys who may or may not realize that, you know, hey, depending on the jurisdiction, if people get divorced, that automatically breaks the will. Or if it doesn't break the will, and 10 years from now, Uh, They've been divorced and the will uh, leaves all the property to the former spouse who is now remarried and blah, 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 and you know how all that stuff goes. So you go in and you talk to a group like that, and then pretty soon you become known and, okay, I'm a divorce attorney and I say, Nick, you know, um, you mentioned something uh, at one of their meetings the other day, and I've got this situation. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I'd be glad to help you on that. What are you looking for? Referrals become associated with other attorneys that, that you can refer back and forth. And it, it it takes time. It takes time to develop it. You're not going to go out today and, and and automatically get speaking engagements the day after tomorrow. But it may take you a month. It may be next week. Somebody, you may just get lucky and somebody says, oh, man, yeah, we just had Nick cancel on us and we need somebody tomorrow. Or it may be, yeah, we'll keep you on the list, and if somebody says we'll keep you on the list, make sure, just like in the referral aspect, what I talk about as far as staying uh, on the top of the mind. If you meet somebody, uh, say a local bar association, and uh, the person who schedules um, luncheon meetings, yeah, you know, I just went out and I saw her, and she said, sure, Jim, I'd I'd like to maybe use you at some point in time, blah, blah, blah. Okay, guess what? I'm probably not going to get called by them for, eh, a month, two months, three months, but I want to stay on the top of their mind, so I send them a nice note. Hey Sue, it was really nice meeting you. Look forward to, uh, you know, getting to know you better. Whatever you want to say, and, and then just dribble on them, so that they know you're still out there, and they got you in their quote Rolodex. I've heard that term in a long time. Somebody mentioned that to me the other day. <laughs> Rolodex. like yeah, uh, uh, that 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 I guess kind of dates me, but the bottom line is. You stay on the top of their mind so that they remember who you are and that you're available. And Another. Um... Let, me, let me stop you for just a second. If I come into Nick's office and I talk to Nick for a half hour or an hour, whatever the case may be, say it's a half hour, about the service I can provide, I've just talked to Nick. If I go out and I talk to a group of 30 people, about what I do and how they can use me and how I can help them. And, and again, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not, I'm not selling myself. I'm sharing information with them. But if I'm talking to 30 people, guess what? Think about that. How much how much more time effective is that than me sitting down and talking to Nick for a half hour when I can talk to 30 people for a half hour? And if I get two or three people that are interested in what I do and want to learn more, fine. But if Nick says, hey, Jim, great, love what you do, but I don't need you. I'm out the door looking for the next person to sit down for a half hour or an hour with. Whereas with 30 people, you know, um, I've just I'm just uh, exponentially used my, my half-hour time frame.
0: You there, Nick? Very much. very Yeah, I agree, very much yeah. so. I just wanted to point out some uh, specific examples. Um, you know, as I'm listening to you, I'm just trying to think of, Examples, um, there are a lot of, like Kiwanis. Uh, I used to be a Kiwanis president, and we always had a speaker at, when we'd have our, our noon meetings, and it was usually a 10-minute thing. Uh, so there, that. Or Rotary, um, Chamber of Commerce is a good one. Uh, you can call. I, I bet if you were to call around area Chambers of Commerce and just start asking people, hey, you know, where are the opportunities for me to come and speak at, at an event some of them they might charge uh... there may be a charge for that um, other times it's most likely free uh... the local libraries is another one that people seem to miss there's a lot of um... especially think about estate planning attorneys um... there are a lot of senior groups that meet at the li- local libraries and they have uh... frequent speakers so uh... you know just to try to just try to think about where people are in your community, where do they go for lunches um, you know schools there's really no wrong place to target or just to make a phone call and ask questions um, you know it's even something that a staff person at your firm could uh, be putting together a list and making some of those calls on your behalf um, also another possibility Jim um, let's talk a little bit too, Jim, about capturing and letting people know about these events what are your thoughts on um promoting our speaking events and engagements
1: yeah you you very well of course now with social media and and everything else that's going on if you're going to speak at an event uh put it out on your social media you know i'm speaking at nick's uh barbecue joint on you know uh some personal injury aspect or whatever hey let people know that you're doing it 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 may not it may not draw them to that particular event but it will get the idea out that hey i'm speaking at some place so geez maybe they're maybe and you mentioned something maybe they're president of a rotary club or um you know some type of chamber and they go gee I, i didn't know nick was speaking i didn't know jim does speaking he's a friend of mine, I just saw that he's speaking on, on this and, and I just saw it on Facebook or, you know, you put it out and sometimes you, you have to, I, I guess, self-promote yourself but, you know, in constant contact, if you're doing a workshop, if you're doing a talk, you know, send it to your your, your your folks that might be interested in coming to that particular event, you know, or, and here's the other thing, if you know somebody is speaking at another event, somebody that you know, put that out to folks because, again, you are helping people. So they find out you're... you're I'm saying, hey, Nick's, Nick's going to speak at my Rotary Club next week. Oh, really? That's great. Hey, Jim, you know, what, what What? does Nick speak about? Well, Nick speaks about this. Oh, great. So I introduce Nick to somebody. Nick does the same thing. And we all start getting more and more speaking events. And it just, it's just some common sense, use the social media that's out there. LinkedIn, you know, if you're going to talk on LinkedIn, you know, you can, depending on one of the groups you might be in, you might post something and say, I just gave a talk on such and such and this is what I talk about. Again, depending on the group and, 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 and a number of different things. But you don't want to be talking in terms of, yes, I'm great, I'm talking, blah, blah, blah. But you want to let people know, This is where you're talking. Or let's say that you're going to be speaking um, at a a bar association meeting. You happen to be one of the the speakers at a um, a workshop or or even the the keynote speaker. Let people know, this is where I'm going to be. Oh, gee, I didn't know Jim talked about that. i make sure I want to get to that, uh, that workshop or that bar event or that whatever. So the more yeah, or, they, put, or they they sh-
0: share that with someone else, you know, they know someone. Exactly. Hey, I know someone who'd like to go to this. Jim, we're just about out of time today, so let's. Uh, if you could tell the folks listening how again they can get a copy of your ebook.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, if you send me an email at jet j e t at lawyersmarketingresource dot com. Send me an email and I will shoot the ebook out to you um, as soon as I as soon as I well, within a couple of hours after I hear from you. Probably I usually do things like that early in the morning or you know after after the working day is closed. I'll, I'll turn around and um, take care of my emails that way. But if you like it, if you want a copy of the book, it's J E T at LawyersMarketingResource.com. And the other thing is, if you get a copy of the book and you want to pass it on. Please do, even though it says it's copyrighted. Um, I, I want that book out in everybody's hands. So just if you get it and I've sent it to you, just pass it on. And we, we we had people ask me that and do it before, and I go, you know what? My whole purpose in writing the book was to share some of the information I've been able to learn.
0: There you go. All right, well, uh, that's about all the time we have for this episode. Uh, and, again, encourage people to go out find some speaking engagements. Um, You know, Jim's got a website. I've got a website. It's certainly not hard to get a hold of, Uh, so, you know, do reach out and uh, ask questions to anyone who's listening if you ever have, you know, further specific uh, uh, thoughts or questions on any of our topics. So, again, I want to thank uh, people for listening to this episode of Law Talk Radio, produced by Lone Star Content Marketing and with support from our local sponsors. Uh, If you have an idea for a topic, definitely drop me a line. Uh, My office number is 940-498-2863. Jim, nice talking to you as always. Have a good week. You too, Nick. All right. Bye now.